Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by Elizabeth Lane to talk about astrology retreats and the wonders of unemployment. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful evening here in the Mountain Chalet. Mm-hmm. Mountain Chalet, does that work? I, that makes it seem more erotic than it is. It's pretty erotic. I live here, Jordan. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you know about my sinuous eroticism. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm aware that you think you have it. Look at me. Oh, boy. I'm moving like a snake. Is a like snake, snake erotic? A sex snake is. Well, I mean, do you just put sex on the front of something and it makes it... What is that noise? Is that him it's biting you on the penis? It's a snake taking a chomp out of your sexuality. Oh. And consuming it. Making it part of his own. Boy. I have so much to learn about sexuality. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Did you not take sex ed? No, I, I, I guess I didn't. I you know, to, I guess uh, it's because I you're from that, you uh, went you snake probably school. You where probably the snake was purely religious <laughs> and not sexual. Right. Whereas I'm from San Francisco. Right. Yeah, I went to public school in San Francisco, so, so that's probably what this about is about. Snake bites and their connection to sexuality. Yeah, I mean, the first three years of high school in San Francisco uh, is exclusively a curriculum called world sexuality. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And then senior year is all key parties. Yeah, exactly. It's just learning how to properly throw a key party. Um, we should we should introduce our guest. Uh, she is the host of the Totally Lame podcast. Um, she does dog agility training with her dog. Uh, I went to her house one time. I wasn't a hundred percent sure she wasn't going to be a murderer. Uh, please welcome to the show, Elizabeth Lame. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Hi. So excited to be here. Now, uh, Elizabeth. Yes. Elephant in the room. I think let's get it out of the way up top. Okay. Um, your podcast was part of the Earwolf <laughs> Challenge. Uh-huh. This Earwolf, is a, like a popular a... podcasting network, and they kind of had a Top Chef-like reality show to find the next podcast to get on the network. Yes. Uh, you guys won. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Thank Elizabeth. Um, Jesse and I, uh, both at, at, at a point in the season, in the run, were judges, and... While I imagine we were mostly complimentary to you because your podcast is good, I imagine that we were at least a little bit critical. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Let let's let's uh, let's move forward. Fresh we, start. Okay. I don't honestly remember because you're super baked when you podcast. <laughs> yes, I don't remember anything. Okay. In my past, everything is here moving forward. No, um, I. Do, how do you know how to like drive and? Where your clothes are and stuff. I don't drive and I don't dress myself. You oh, wow. really sound like like Roseanne Arquette in some sort of uh, police procedural on CBS. <laughs> How so? Well, like it's like the the hook is that the detective no memory, can't right? remember anything that happened before. Someone has That's to drive right. them around and stuff, but they're amazing at solving crimes. That's absolutely right. Particularly it's called, rapes. It's called 
fugue state. I, yeah. <laughs> fugue state. I'm only I'm only amazing at I'm amazing at getting raped, not solving rape crimes. So <laughs> Oh well that is another great CBS <laughs> procedural. Yeah. It's yeah. just Jimmy Smith follows this woman around who's constantly getting sexually <laughs> yeah. assaulted. I catch, it's called I catch rapists. It's called asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yes, oh, that's gross. absolutely right. Uh but no, I was gonna say, I mean, I want you know tit for tat i mean if you feel like you want to be critical of jesse and i i mean you know full speed ahead i I welcome it i I, welcome it i agree completely whatever critical thing you want to say about jordan (laughs) Mm -hmm. just go ahead and say (laughs) about jordan how could i criticize you you have this gorgeous hair it's true yeah it's amazing thank you um, oh, you're just I making me say... feel shitty for criticizing. You're just like taking the high road. No. Oh, you no. bitch. Jordan, your hair has a certain sinuous sexuality. Yeah, it's like a head full of genital biting snakes. You're like a male Medusa. It is exactly that. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth, we... I'll turn your vagina to stone. We briefly... looking at it. That's we... not sexual. <laughs> we briefly discussed... I have no memory of how I evaluated your podcast on this program, but... Knowing that it was me, it was almost certainly negative. And, uh, and in Jordan's case, I'm pretty sure that Jordan was negative. Yeah, I th- actually, it's all coming back to me, you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Now that we said the magic word, <laughs> negative. Um, this no. is for sweeps in your show. <laughs> you get your memories back. That's amazing. Um, Jordan was negative, but I think deservedly. Do you remember which challenge it was that you were on? This was I'm be embarrassed. just a, I think the challenge the week I was the judge was uh, you guys just kind of presenting a three minute snippet of what the show was like. Okay. Well, that's, see, that's actually reasonable. I would argue that the fundamental flaw of this reality competition show, as I understood it, was when I was there, everyone had to do a, a audio production was the challenge. Oh. At, and, and some of the shows some of the best shows were bullshit shows Mm -hmm. like this, including your own. (laughs) And it it just keeps it coming. (laughs) What are they going to do? Like add in a rainstorm in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that was the interesting thing about the challenge. It's called the Earwolf Challenge, if Mm -hmm. people want to check it out. Um, It was horrifying I don't think they should. Yeah, just listen. Go listen to our podcast now Mm. because we're we're the Kelly Clarkson of podcasts i'd I'd recommend sclarbro country (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna evaluate your sexy snake i have some pointers um yeah that was that was weird like competing with something that we just do you know it's just us we don't try to do anything so it was weird putting into a competitive thing and everyone felt that way if you're going to be competitive it's going to be in dog agility Absolutely, canine Jesse agility Thorne. is going to be the focus of any co- competitive activities that you get into. That's right, and we're champions. Does your is you, what, now? Is there a specific kind of dog that's suited to dog agility? Is there a more agile breed of dog? I was going to suggest an agile dog would be a good way to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I help run a dog rescue, so I'm going to say. A rescue dog. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) I'll tell you, I once went to, our friend Al Madrigal Mm. once organized a benefit here in Los Angeles for um, uh, for 826, Mm -hmm. uh, the National Literacy Organization headed by Mr., uh, I believe his name is Dave Eagers. And um, it was a monster. It's Dove Eagers. (laughs) Excuse me. It's Dove Eggers. It's Dove Davidoff, right? Yes, Um, it is. 
<laughs> and it's chocolate sundays at the laugh factory um uh, there's really a spectacular it's the joe rogan podcasting network if right. i'm not mistaken um there was this amazing lineup of stand-up comedians. Al was on the show. Uh, I remember Dana Gould was on the show. I think maybe Maria Bamford was on the show. Maybe Patton was on the show. Bill Burr was on the show. It was like a real murderer's row. Mm-hmm. And right in the middle, there was a dog act. Mm. And I got to tell you, the best part was the dog act. <laughs> of course. I mean, these are all of my favorite. Comedy is my favorite thing. All of these are my favorite comedians. But I got to say, this guy had a a rescue dog act. He had a team of performing rescue dogs. Love it. They all were different. Some were big, some were little, some were fat, some were thin. Mm -hmm. Had a beautiful daughter that was his assistant. She was an adult. I want to make that clear. (laughs) Uh, He was was an older man. And this, this act was spectacular. It just blew the house down. It was like, why is there a dog act in the middle of this comedy show? Because it was the best part of the whole show. Because it's amazing. That's right. Yeah, dogs. um, The dog agility world is really interesting. And I I mean, we're not proud members of it, but we're also (laughs) like, (laughs) we also... Uh, our dog fucking wins, so we. What can we do? So, yeah. what, so, oh, so you guys maybe you know you don't go to the mixers, maybe you don't you know go to the cons, but you just kind of you know you kind of we shuffle show up into and town, motherfucking dominate, and, and then just and then just <laughs> just wisp out like a tumbleweed. You just you just come in, you just raise two middle fingers and say, <laughs> "Sorry, lesbians, the lames are in town." <laughs> Right. Yeah, because that's, exactly that's who does that, that right? Exactly. Also, They're you're, nice, hom- also you're homophobic in that <laughs> yeah. scenario. There's, so there's two reasons yes. why you right. would say that. I hate lesbians. Right. And you're like, what's the way we can slight the most lesbians <laughs> in the shortest amount of time? Oh, become heterosexuals <laughs> who are good at dog agility. Exactly. Um, I, I am interested. I mean, we just we talked about this when I was on your podcast a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. I am still, I still want to do dog agility with my dogs. That sounds like the greatest thing ever, except my dogs are, well, my, my, my newer dog, uh, Sissy, is dumb as a rock. Oh, Just Sissy. dumb as a rock. She's very, very affectionate and a Aww. real sweet pup, but uh, dumb as a stone. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to lie to you, my other dog, Coco, has gotten more distant from me. I don't know how she would feel about taking my command. That could be a great way to reconnect with... I hate mm. talking so earnestly about this because... <laughs> Uh, there's no there's no comedy to be found here. Right. I'm I'm all business, but um, <laughs> it might be a great way to connect with her. We should explain that your business is buying and selling rescue dogs. When you say that you run a dog <laughs> right. rescue, uh, yes. it, it's a for profit. Yes, podcasting and dog rescue are. Yeah. We figured right. out where the money is. Yeah, so um, following it. in this economy, I have that Jordan. Mean anything? Have I ever talked about roof dog before on Jordan Jesse Go? Yeah, you have. That there's this dog that's on your neighbor's garage. Roof. Oh, that's always a bummer. No, no. I mean, here's the thing. He's happy up there. Well, <laughs> he's he's, he's cross. What I want to do is I, I'm gonna I, I'll post this. I'll, I'll post a link to this uh, video that I shot because I, I I think so for people who didn't hear the the previous time that I had talked about this on my path. That I walk my dogs every day. Mm-hmm. There is a garage with a peaked roof, you know, like a, a pointy roof. Mm-hmm. And when we walk past it, there is this big golden retriever 
that is on usually at the apex of the peak of this garage <laughs> oh roof, gosh. just flipping the fuck out. Aww. I mean, just and he is not a fan of us. I will tell you. And I'm here. I'm just going to show. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to show Elizabeth the video of it here. You can see that the do- you you can see that this dog is on top of. Oh yeah. Is on top of a garage, but oh, it- I think it would be. I think it might be good. Uh, uh, to teach this dog agility, he's very agile. Somehow he's gotten onto this roof. <laughs> he opened a window somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen. I've seen. Yes, the window. You may have, maybe he could be a breaking and entering dog. That's right. I think I've seen. I've been at the fair and I've seen those dogs who jump into water like they do a long jump. Yeah, is that maybe good for this dog? That that would be. I think. Well, actually, he has yet to jump. It looks like he's still up oh, on the yeah, roof. Sure. So I don't know. Is there some kind of roof barking competition at all in <laughs> agility? Because I think that's what I would like to point him towards. Yeah, or maybe yeah. just to, just in, to generalize a little bit more, yeah. a dog in a place a dog shouldn't be competition. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's one. Maybe there's one that's you know behind the wheel of a car. Maybe yes. one where he's like swimming through a vat of chocolate at a chocolate factory. That's oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, I just want to say I don't I don't applaud people who leave their dogs on peaked roofs. Right, okay. sure. As an advocate for homeless animals, you should come out against. <laughs> yes. Even though it's funny, I thought of something really cool. What if one of the dogs in the competition is flying like a World War One open cockpit biplane? That's true. Oh my and god! He's, he's he got on goggles, goggles and a like little a scarf. scarf. Yeah. Sure. Or or maybe we could have a. <laughs> We could have um, some poker playing dogs. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? It's a little done. Can you imagine? It's a little. That's old hat. What are you talking about? What if they were playing Mahjong? (laughs) There you go. Yes. What if they were gambling at Mahjong? They should be playing, just to make it a little bit edgy, Russian roulette. Like oh. it's a bunch of Vietnam oh, War vet yeah. dogs, and they're all wearing their like combat their their combat jackets. Yeah, and they just have this like fuck it look on their face. Or what if they're playing Settlers of Catan? I was just gonna uh. say that <laughs> they have skinny jeans on and a mustache tattoo on their finger, and they're playing Settlers of Catan. Oh, that's funny that you describe that as the prototypical Settlers of Catan player. Because I maybe more thought of when I think of Settlers of Catan enthusiasts, I think you know long cargo shorts. Overcoat over T-shirt. Oh, uh, I think that maybe... here. I think that here in Los Angeles, there is perhaps even more than in other places. Mm-hmm. There is a large community of uh, of tight pants dorks. Mm-hmm. Like okay. uh, the, those two things go together. Yeah, it's more than usual here yeah. in Los Angeles. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, we settle. So, um, <laughs> when you say we, you meet you and your husband, my husband okay. and I, we settle. And yeah. so our friends, you know, mostly live in Silver Lake. Sure. I'd say they're, they have a foot in that demographic and then a foot in about to have babies demographic. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's the only reason I said that. Okay. But. Yeah, like a st- like a stubbly type fella. That's absolutely right. Yeah, uh, I was I in... more. I was thinking of more a Kevin Smithy type fella. Okay, yeah, yeah I see. But he but... hangs out at the game store. <laughs> that right. type of fella. Can you? How long? How many days for you to get full beard, Jesse? I, I don't. I can't generate a full beard. Generate. <laughs> I only wish that I could. Yeah, I would have had. I I would have had a full beard since. Uh, College, mm. I would say, or I just I aspired to grow a full beard 
in roughly 2001 and have been continually frustrated by my inability to do so. Yeah. I, Colin Walzak, our intern, is nodding. Are you, you can't grow a full beard? No, he's a handsome man, though. He doesn't have to worry about it. He doesn't have a weak jaw to hide. Mm-mm. I've got a weak <laughs> jaw to hide. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's, I think it's ultimately good. Because the older you get, I don't like it when the beard starts to creep up towards the cheek area. Uh-huh. Um, and also... It could get in your eyes. It, it irritates the skin, all of the constant dealing yeah. with it. It, it. it ages people. I do have a gonna... fairly thick beard, but I get so... I'm so sensitive to being itchy mm. that I've, there's been times when I've thought, I'm like, oh, let's try a little facial hair. Let's just let this go for a couple days. I get so itchy and, like, I, I'm... I don't know. I feel like I'm like I'm eight. Like the itchiness is like my worst yeah. fear. I don't know. It's, I'm it's so sensitive to it. Itchiness is your yes, worst fear. Yes, more than okay. war or, or dying alone. Okay, it's itchiness. I have to tell you, Jordan, yeah. that I think that you would. I don't think you would look good with a beard. Probably. Uh, yeah, I suspect not. But and that's maybe why I haven't pursued it. I think you would look. I'm. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say I think if you grew. Like a walrus mustache, oh, you yeah. would look really good. I mean, uh, it you would be. Fucking, you're trying, no, trying to get me to do something think, to make me look stupid. No, I think you could grow a walrus mustache and look. I think you could really My pull it off. My dad had a walrus mustache. I bet he looked I great, bet right? He did. Yeah. I think you should go for he had it. Get a small upper lip, notoriously small upper lip. Let me see your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should do it. Okay. Oh wow, you're like, oh wow, that's a terrible mouth, no, and you should hide it. Okay. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. that's fine. Look, we'll no, be back in just a fine. second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris. Hey gang, Jesse here. Uh, we had some kind of weird recording glitch. Uh, just lasted a couple seconds, but we miss Elizabeth's entire name and nickname and just the end of Jordan's. And so suffice it to say that, gosh, it would sound better if we had her saying this, but she said, Elizabeth Lame, rape receiver. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Let's change it to hi-fi receiver. How about that? There you go. Sorry. <laughs> We cannot oh. call you Elizabeth Lame. <laughs> we can't go back to that. I just, oh God, I just came from this ladies' retreat, and I'm, I think I'm like overcompensating in the other direction because it's been very like touchy feely. And... What are the, what was the nature of this ladies' retreat? Was this like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna assume that it was a Lions auxiliary meeting. <laughs> Lion, no. And I'm gonna assume there was a lot of Lesbo stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and to um, yeah, to specifically counter, dog agility. Yeah, mm-hmm. To counter the, my hatred of dog agility lesbians, let me just say, I love retreat lesbians. Sure, sure. Hey. who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Man, and you know what? Here's the thing: dog agility lesbians. They may very well be uh, community-minded, improve the neighborhood lesbians, which is one of the best kinds of Absolutely. people that sure. you could ever have in your life. Of course, I, I love them all truly, but when we're competing. You know, it, sure. it that fades away. Sure. In your community-minded life, you're a sucker for the sapphic. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to dog agility, you've That's got right. them in your crosshairs. Uh, right. So I want to hear, but what's, what was the nature of this retreat? Oh, okay. Well, my friend, 
Um, I, I went into it completely blind. She just said, we're going to Ojai. It's a bunch of awesome women and bring journals. And I was like, journals, ladies, I'm in. <laughs> but it turns out it was... Who was there? Carol Mosley Braun? <laughs> um, Alanis Morissette. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh... Miss Piggy. Sure. Um, All the great feminists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of our time. She, she's like, listen, if you, feel, if you feel like the patriarchy is keeping you down, just karate chop it. <laughs> yeah. Just with your whole body. Tammy Faye Baker? No, because she passed away, right? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I she figured. was there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Susan Sontag. Who's that? Feminist theorist? Suzanne. Oh, see, I wouldn't know. Suzanne <laughs> Summers? <laughs> Suzanne was there, yes. Yeah, okay. Suze, if you know her like I mm-hmm. do. Suze Orman? Suze, all the Suzes. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but it was, it ended up being an astrology oriented retreat. So and did you, you know, know that going in? I knew wish it, but I didn't realize how big a part it would play. And what's your relationship to astrology going into this? I know being a lady, you're automatically more prone to astrology. <laughs> prone. <laughs> like it's To like... receive astrology. <laughs> um, prone to be inflicted by <laughs> astrology. Right. Uh, astrology forces itself <laughs> upon you. Uh, Jimmy Smith is involved. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I knew what my sign was. Okay. That was pretty much it. Sure. But you guys, wait, I know let me so guess. I mean, we we've known each other for a while. Yeah, I've been on your close. podcast. You've been on mine. I'm going to say Leo. No. Capricorn. No. Hydra. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're a typical Hydra. You are such a classic Hydra. All seven heads of you. What about Juno, the catfish? (laughs) Juno? Yeah, the catfish of the sky. Oh, no. No? I bet we're the same sign. Really? Yeah. What sign is that? Virgo. No. I don't know what that is. Um, Are you Capricorn? Is that the goat? No, I'm not a Capricorn. Um, Virgo is like the goddess. Oh. But she's very... Is that because of my sexuality? (laughs) Yes. Your snake-like sexuality. Yeah. yeah. You're slithering. <laughs> but Virgo is very... I mean, the sorry, the negative would be uptight, mm. detail-oriented, critical, uh-huh. um, which I might not project, but in my, in my brain, that is totally how I am. You seem loosey-goosey. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Easygoing. Oh, it's all a facade, you guys. Wow, you're just judging us and making little notes. No, no, it's never you. It's always me. Oh, wow. Oh. That's the, it's the Virgo yeah. curse. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you, you only kind of knew that that's... You, what were you expecting? Fishing? I was expecting a lot of, um, like... Settlers of Catan? <laughs> Foot races. A lot of, <laughs> yeah, potato sack races, yeah. egg drop, um... No, I, I was expecting a lot of, like, egg poetry. Drop soup. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> um, yeah, I was expecting it to be, a lot, like, some kumbaya and, like, poetry and writing and reading and some crying. Yeah. How um, many, okay, so you had to bring journals, plural. Yes. Now, were these journals you had filled up already or are these no, just, no, okay? No. Empty, clean Empty, slate. sure. So it was it was really great. I mean, it is everything you would think it would be times a hundred. But you guys, I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> like, I, wow, you're in now. I dove in. Oh, geez. So what? 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 How? How can your life be benefited by astrology? Sell Sell me on it. Okay, one way that I found something I found about myself is that 
all of my planets on my personal astrology chart. Mm-hmm. The way we're born, we each have a chart. Okay. That's kind of cool already. It's sure. like a thumbprint. I was born nude. <laughs> you were? Yeah, I don't remember. I, my, my son was born recently. Mm-hmm. I do not remember a chart, but it was pretty intense. I mean, the whole thing was pretty intense, so I he must came have... Out, he, was wrapped, he was wrapped up in it, like a burrito. Oh. It's in the placenta. Oh. Did you guys throw that away? Oh. oh the chart's fucking gone now. Jeez. <laughs> Big uh, mistake. You I gotta just, go through the dumpster at the hospital. I just, I just sold it to some lady who wanted to eat it. No, she was just after the chart. Just after the chart. Oh, he is going to have a hard time at his retreat. <laughs> In 30 I'm gonna, years. I'm going to have to send him to a different kind of retreat. <laughs> Maybe the Lions Club Lady Auxiliary. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, so, so you're, bo- you're born with a chart. This okay. chart contains planets. Yes. Now, these are just the eight or nine planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones you know. All Is Pluto... St- do we still count Pluto? We don't. Pluto's gone, right? But astrologers do. Okay. Um, all Most of my planets lie in one place on my chart, which mm-hmm. is very rare. And that plate, that is what you're, you have a lot of power in. Mm-hmm. And this is surprising to me because I don't feel like I have a lot of power in this, but all of my planets are in the career spot. Okay. Oh. Like some people have stuff in family and home and yeah, but I'm like a fucking badass career now. I'm going after planets. my career. I'm like laser focused. I assumed and you're it's just because of where my brain is, I guess, that you were going to say that all of your planets were in your Korean chart, <laughs> <laughs> which would mean that you're you could really good at, at fermenting stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, what, keep keep it up. You're either you're either astonishingly astonishingly uh, successful or astonishingly poor, depending but, on your right. latitude. But in all ways, good at painting nails. Yes. That's true. Racist, but true. <laughs> sure. Sometimes it's true. I just said also, fermenting stuff. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. also soju cocktail in hollowed out pineapple. <laughs> yeah, so many soju cocktails. That's my favorite Korean thing. So a lot of soju cocktails. Mm-hmm. Make a lot of soju cocktails. So your career is, do you feel like that's the case? No, I haven't, but I feel like it's given me permission to be like, all right, fuck yeah, I'm going to do it, you know? Mm. So, What's your dream, NFL head coach? Hey, Jordan. Jordan. What? I'm sorry. Don't squash my dream. No, you could be. Thank you. You could be. Um, I'm sorry. I was laughing at something else. (laughs) I was um, thinking of something that happened on Whitney. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was really bitchy. Oh, my God. Um, Yes. My my dream is to, to write in comedy. I'd love, I, I want to Larry David my shit. I want to write and then have something of my own. Oh, so you want to be the, you want to be the star of this project as well. Eventually, yeah. Well, I think we can all learn a lot from Whitney, especially your billboards. I, um, yes. I, um, so there's, and I don't want to, I don't mean to pry. I mean, we've, we've just met and I certainly pry. don't want to get oh my too God. personal. Pry, is there it. a sex portion of the chart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's like sensuality. There's family. There's, um, I mean, there's all sorts. Of, there's community. There's all sorts of stuff. Okay. But my I, my chart probably has a snake in the sexuality area. I would imagine it does. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a it's like a pie chart. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. It Excellent. comes down to that, you guys. So what are you now that now that you've gone now that you've gone on this retreat mm-hmm. and now that you have um I also want to say a lot of other normal girls, I won't say names, but people that you know so, and respect. Multiple tag. <laughs> I, I think we, we, shan't, we shan't say anyone's name, but we will say that roughly 20% of the past guests of Jordan Jesse Go were apparently on this <laughs> <Yes>. retreat. <laughs> Basically, every single... Paul Provenza. Yeah, Paul Provenza was there. Mark, he's a lady, by the way. He is. He's a, he's a Mark lady. Maron was a dream, you guys. Yeah. And I yeah. cradled him. Yeah. It was fantastic. So, you made some very nice God's eyes. Did you compare? Did you compare your uh, charts with the other oh, ladies yeah. at this retreat? Oh, Were yeah. you jealous of anyone else's star points? <laughs> um. Yeah. I know that on Twitter, I will get jealous of how many star points someone gets for a, a tweet sure. mm-hmm. on Fave Star. Oh. I wonder if the same thing dangerous. happens at a ladies' astrology retreat. Um. Yeah, there was a little bit of that, but it was mostly... Like, was there anyone with, like, ten checks in the sexuality one, and you're like, oh, God, I wish I was so fu- that fucking sexy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's the... Okay, <laughs> so there was some filling out of star charts. Yeah. What... Was there any, like... God, I'm, when I think of retreat, I mean, I think trust fall, human not, um, things like that. Was there anything kind of physical... Everything you think of was was there. Okay. Everything. My arms are sore from holding. <laughs> what? You held each other? There was lots of holding. Yeah. Is it was this like a tender hold or like a like some sort of lifting? All of it. Was it was it at all like cheerleader camp? No, it wasn't. Okay. Because I went to cheerleader camp to uh-huh. see Thorn. Uh-huh. And um that was that was that was hard work. It was competitive. This Sounds was, great, though. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, this was hard work, but in a in a really lovely way, I will say. Oh, that's um, really nice. Speak, <laughs> speaking of uh, holding in lesbian stuff, mm-hmm. um, I um, uh, there was there was a while I have um, I have this friend. She was on Jordan Jesse Go a few months ago, uh, months ago, years ago. God, at this point, you were in your old Koreatown house. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rachel Cantu. Who is a uh, is a lesbian singer songwriter and kind of has a big following in that scene. And there was a while where I used to just go to all her shows because she was my friend and kind of got to know the people, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know her her regulars and right. the people in the other bands. And it was it was very um, it was mostly lesbians and it became the most. The the most the hugginest this was the hugginest event mm-hmm. that I could go to, and uh, there were so many hugs mm-hmm. when I went to these and and kind of at the zenith of my going to her shows, like it was just you know hugs for hugs for miles, and uh, just kind of for for whatever reason just kind of for for busyness and I think she started kind of doing other things is uh, you know I I we've kind of drifted apart mm-hmm. and I definitely miss talking to her but I certainly I absolutely miss just this kind of biweekly hug session I would have mm-hmm. and uh, did yeah. you did you ever hook up with any of those gals uh, no have okay. you ever uh, have you ever considered ladies as a romantic partner <laughs> I mean it sounds crazy I mean we don't have anything in common I know That's that you're very true. I know that, that you're I know that you're not a lesbian Jordan what would we talk about it was just national coming out day yeah and I just want to give you some space I can come out as a lesbian okay I mean I do enjoy their hugs sure. and I feel like and I feel like the 
you know, the, what about their practicality? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely felt like, and, and, and this is, and this is, this is generalizing, I realize, but, um, you know, I feel like, you know, there's the, there's the heterosexual platonic hug, mm-hmm. which is kind of sideways and, and kind of is a half shoulder check sometimes. Right. But I felt like these, lesbian folk music enthusiast hugs were full body there was a sound involved it was very loving and uh, i don't know i i just i just miss it i gotta say that i my experience um uh is that my wife went to sarah lawrence college oh uh home oh, yeah. home of the lesbian oh yeah um, the fighting lesbians <laughs> yeah that's their their mascot. Uh, I think their mascot. No, they actually they just decided that was uh, demeaning, and they just changed their mascot to Susan Sontag. Okay, um, the but fighting Sontag. She went to she went to Sarah Lawrence College, and so all of her best college buddies are lesbians. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has one or two non lesbian college buddies, but like her close college friends are essentially a group of lesbians right. who think it's funny that she's not a lesbian, right? And I have the best time time hanging out with those lesbians. I mean, I, oh, yeah. it's just a it's just one. Wonderful. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Anyway, yeah. we're we're getting too far away from this astrology guys, situation. It's, I brought so much estrogen. I love how we ins- we have lesbians has cloaked this entire we're, podcast. So you far. know, you know how like a lot of rappers want to have sex with lesbians. We just want lesbians to be our friends. <laughs> yeah, right. I just want some. Just want some hugs. Yeah, just some. I just mean, some sexuality, hugs. sexuality unimportant. I'm just saying that my that my ratio has been the best. Where, mm-hmm. where have I gotten the best hugs? Right. Recently in my life from lesbians. Mm-hmm. You so, know, I mean, I'm open to any kind of hug from anyone of any. Well, this is sexuality. what I, I want. Something very specific. Okay. I want to hang out at the dog park for a while and then get in the Subaru and go watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Sure. You got it all. Yep. Absolutely I, everything. I, I could provide dog park and Subaru, but the game, I'm, you, uh, you lost me. Yeah. Well, you know... You- you know that's that's how it breaks. You know that's why you're here, and you're Them's not actually cakes. my friend. <laughs> oh, Jesse. No, we could I be. We that, might become friends. We might become direction. friends. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put a label on our relationship right now. Right now, we're colleagues. But who knows what could happen in the future? That's right. Especially well, if you become a, a friendly, practical lesbian. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll get on it. Yeah, I will. So, Maybe start a community garden. I don't know. That's a good first step. So so you just do regular do the regular retreat activities include astrological themes like is it the instead of the Sagittarius hu- instead of the human ropes knot it's untangle yourself from Orion's belt Um I mean not that you sound like a fucking idiot no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Wow listen to yourself um, no, but yeah, everything did have an astrology lesson in it. I okay, would say. sure. Um, wait, I never found like out when you- you're like at a you know like a youth group or a church camp, everything has like a biblical message. Yes. it's just like it was like that. Hey, that game of dodgeball we just played; those balls were like the criticisms lobbed at Christ from the Pharisees. <laughs> yes, did you go to? I did. Yeah, I, I have. I have been to a couple of uh, Christian-themed summer camps. Or like, if you go to a retreat uh, as a resident advisor at UC Santa Cruz, sure. uh, everything has a "Who's your queero?" theme, <laughs> which is your gay hero. Mine oh. is Barney Frank. Oh, Jesse, that sounds 
Interesting. And mine were is you... all hugging lesbians. <laughs> were you an Were you an RA? Yeah, Jordan and I were both mm-hmm. RAs. Oh, yeah, I love that. Do you know? Uh, I had a one woman show uh, that ran at UCB New York for two years, where I played an RA. Not that you're bragging oh, or anything. No, but. This is relevant. Okay. I want it to have some weight, you guys. You didn't want people to think that this was one of those, you know, open, a, open, and, open and closed type shows. No, it's not a fluff piece I'm talking about. Right. This was, but I played an RA, so I wanted us to all relate to each other. And, That's really and I cool. I think we just did. Yeah, so we've been RAs. You've mocked RAs from the <laughs> That's stage. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Not knowing anything about the hard work that goes into it. <laughs> What would you say is the number one highlight of going to a ladies' astrology retreat? Oh, God, that is really hard. But I'm going to say um, the community, the sense of community. You watch yeah. DVDs of community. <laughs> the, yeah, we watch from season one community. Uh, yeah. Man, Dan is a fucking genius. I've said F word so many times. It's I'm fine. Sorry. No, yeah, it's we fine. say that a lot actually, on our Actually, show. yeah, this is kind of low for us. So. Okay, good. Yeah. We've hey, kept wait. it surprisingly also, clean also, outside of the I know there's rapes. been a lot of rape jokes, but it's not actually that high for us. So. <laughs> okay, good. When are, what are your too. signs? I'm going to tell you about something. Oh, great. Awesome. Uh, I'm a Taurus. Oh, oh, okay. I am, I, I am also a Taurus, although I am a late Taurus, and um, mm. I don't know if I got changed when things changed around. Okay. Well, Taurus is um, the, it's about... The bull. Yeah. (laughs) So you have two sides to you. You have the bull that's laying in the field and like maybe you're a homebody Mm -hmm. and you like to just be in your spot. Sure. That's the Ferdinand side. The Ferdinand, yes. You're Ferdinand at home. And then the other side is actually pretty sensual. You like to have Jordan. You like to eat. You like to drink. You like to have sex. At the same time. All three at the same time. Yes. You like to gore matadors. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. You guys like you guys go for what you want and it's uh it's a kind of Get out of my way situation. I don't sure. care how many Spaniards are crushed beneath That's my right. feet. Yeah. <laughs> we also hate Spaniards. <laughs> yes. Um, and Hemingway. Interesting. So I I don't feel like I have that homebody side. Oh. I feel like I don't, but... No, Jordan is Jordan barely has a home. You're homeless. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. He has I, mean, a place I have a car. Where, I live in that. He has a place where he sleeps and his cat lives. Yeah. Oh. That's how I would describe it. And his video games are. Sure. His video games yeah. live there, definitely. I call not, it the kitty zone. Not a homebody. Hmm. I don't know then. But I guess I'm I mean I do loss. enjoy relaxing. Well, relaxing, that's really part of it. Okay. I am a homebody, mm-hmm. but I hate sex. I don't like to be touched. <laughs> right, you're like Mike Myers. Jesse, yeah. I don't buy that for a minute. I saw your snake. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Jesse, go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse, Jordan, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Elizabeth Lame. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Lots of A's. Um, okay, th- oh, just on on the topic. Jesse, right. are you familiar with kind of where I'll buy that for a dollar was popularized? popularized? No. The movie RoboCop. Oh. Really? There's a fictional commercial in it where a kind of a cheesy spokesman says, I'll buy that for a dollar. There's a Twitter robot that every time you mention RoboCop in a tweet... Will oh, at wow. reply you, I'll buy that for a dollar. That's amazing. And that is all it exists for. 
Someone programmed that. Yes. I've never seen RoboCop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you should see RoboCop. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was wondering if I... Just the other day, I was wondering if I should watch RoboCop. You should. Yeah. You I would... Think... It, yeah, it's not... It's not beyond... It's not so... I don't think it would upset you. Jesse's a little delicate when it comes to movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I really like is Downton Abbey. Sure. Oh, That's my it. gosh. The... It's so good. Right? It is Isn't so Isn't it fucking amazing? Good. Oh. How excited... Because, you know, the... The Brits. Right. They're so <laughs> short with yeah. their shows. I know. And we were devastated to not think enough it was episodes. Not, yes, but there, it's coming. There's going to be more episodes, Jordan. Don't worry. I was a little worried. Yeah, they're already airing in England. And let's just say that I have a friend who oh. tapes them there for me and sends them to Your me. Your friend, John wow. Torrent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that the one? Um, I met him. I, have, I was worried because I loved season one of Downton Abbey so much. And I went, from, I went from, wow, I really like this in the space of seven episodes to like, holy shit, this is the greatest thing outside of The Wire ever. Yes. And season two is every bit as much. I love it just as much. Um, I wow. Wait. I just, I just want to marry that television program. What, anyway. What's, what's the guy's name? Mr. Mr. The, the Mr. Bates? Mr. Bates. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, would, I would suck his dick in an instant. <laughs> Mr. Bates, if Mr. Bates you, you touched me with his gentle eyes <laughs> and asked me to service him, what, what could I say? He is, a, he is a gentleman's gentleman. There's no outro there. Yeah. You're I feel the same way about Gus from Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jordan, I speaking of Breaking Bad. Sure. Um there's something <laughs> Nice nice segue. Yep. There's something that we have not yet addressed that we it was going to be the primary topic but we have been avoiding it for th- this is the will be hey, the third segment of avoiding you it. You know if it takes if it takes a back seat to lesbian stuff, I'm fine with that. Sure. Well, I have I have priorities. Sure. Uh, You're a sucker for the sapphic. Right, I am. Um, oh, to move to that island. <laughs> um, <laughs> All the baklava you can eat. I know, right? That's um, why Jordan wants to move there. No, he I think baklava. I think actually think a better segue instead of Breaking Bad yeah. should have been, speaking of uh, television shows one can get into, Jordan, you'll have a lot of time to get into new television shows <laughs> mm. because you'll be unemployed soon. Uh, Jordan uh, Jordan has been, uh, for your benefit, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. employed by the television program The Daily Habit on Fuel TV, the mm-hmm. action sports network. Uh, you would probably know it, of course. They, they often air dog agility trials. Mm. Sure. Um, snow- Sponsored by Slim Jim. <laughs> Slim Jim. And uh, Axe Body Spray. All the dogs have to do double pits to Chesty. <laughs> what? Is uh, this is a... This, <laughs> double pits to Chesty. This is a thing. This is a, a campaign. I don't know if Axe Body Spray still does it. This is em- employing famous action sports athletes. Oh. What you do with the Axe Body Spray, spray it under a pit. You spray it under your other pit. You spray it across your tit, your your, your chest, your tits, your male tits. <laughs> uh, so double pits to chesty, oh. and they had a bunch of famous skateboard guys all doing double pits to chesty. It is before really they jumped off something. It is really amazing to me that that thing is a is a real. It is like a category changing success. Yes. Yeah. Because the premise of it is, what if we made the worst thing ever with the worst message ever, right? 
<laughs> right. Like, it's like, what if we just kicked decency in the balls and <laughs> right. took a shit on its face? Yeah. Right? Okay. An awful product with an awful commercial. Let's get back to your to your. No, uh, no, I think travails. we can talk about Axe Marketing, Axe <laughs> Spray's marketing campaign. Um, yeah, so, so, so I guess Elizabeth's kind of what... Uh, you know this this job started out i was doing kind of pa and coordinator work on tv mm-hmm. shows kind of the low to upper low rung of tv work well i mean Thank i would you. say that that vietnamese variety show you were working on was mid to upper <laughs> okay. you're right I, I you're right um and, and yes it was about 6 years ago and then i i, I met one of the producers for the daily habit mm-hmm. uh, through the kind of la sketch comedy world mm-hmm. he had asked me if i ever wanted to try hosting mm-hmm. uh i tried it and uh, took to it, Excelled. and then a couple a couple months later, I became a, I became a, a segment producer, and uh, that's kind of where I where I stayed for about, about six years now, I think. And um, now we just learned a couple a couple days ago that uh, the show is done in December, that it is it is canceled. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And and I it's <clears throat> it's strange. I've, I've I've been there so long, and and I uh, there's this practical side of me that knows like. This is the career you've chosen. You've chosen television, comedy, <laughs> action making. sports. You've chosen action <laughs> sports television. Um, Vehicles for and acts. you know yes. that's that is the life of a television writer yes. producer type. Is that you know shows get canceled. You know if I was a producer on Free Agents, mm-hmm. I would also be out of job. Right. Um, but it just hasn't happened to me in so long. I'm having a really hard time looking at the sensible aspect of it which is this is just part of the business right and and we should also i mean for context on this it's not just that it hasn't happened to you in a long time right you you also have an unnatural paralyzing fear of unemployment and poverty yeah Uh. sure and and this is definitely that i feel like this was definitely a theme of early jordan jesse goes was how cheap is jordan Uh uh-huh and um and you know and i i definitely feel like and i know we haven't talked about it in a long long time but i definitely feel like i was kicking it you know and i was definitely you know i i definitely don't make a lot of extravagant purchases but you know i always you know, I, I I like to treat myself to nice meals. In a date situation, I always, always, always pay God, without, man. you know, without hesitation. Mm-hmm. I think I always pay my dates also. Sure, right. <laughs> you pay them to keep quiet, so <laughs> Teresa right. doesn't find out. Um, and, you know, like, I, you know, I, I never hesitated to get a car wash or to have my house clean <laughs> okay. when I didn't have you enough didn't, time. You never hesitated to buy a new toothbrush. You know, <laughs> these were things that I absolutely didn't Look, do before. I'm not, I'm not someone who is afraid to get a quarterly haircut. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will purchase new underwear when the other, old underwear gets too many holes. Right. I'll go yeah. to the dentist once, twice a year. Sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, so I definitely feel like I was kind of out of those yeah. woods. And now I can, I can definitely feel that thrifty mm-hmm. bug crawling up my spine again, that fucking panic. And, uh, you know, I don't really have any reason to. I've, I've saved up enough money. Unemployment exists. I, I certainly make a little bit of money from, from Jordan Jesse Go. God bless you. Uh, people who donate money, uh, I'd like to remind everyone you can buy ads on our Jumbotron. Uh-huh. <laughs> 206-9844-FUN. Or MaximumFun.org slash donate. Sure. Um, Smooth. So, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm in no, you know, I'm, I'm not in danger of, of, you know, losing my grip on reality. Right, right, uh, right. Although I did, I, I called my mom to give her the news. 
And my mom, God lover's first reaction, first thing she said, this is the first thing she said to me after I told her, Mom, the show's getting canceled at the, uh, in, uh, in December. She's like, well, you can always get a job at Starbucks, and you know you can move home anytime. Oh. And it was so sweet, but I'm like, you that know what, like, Mom? Fuck you. That's yeah. exactly what I didn't want to hear. That is like the worst. I know. I actually, I called my mom, because uh, we're working on trying to figure out how to make The Sound of Young America a bigger success in public radio world, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult for me. And uh, she suggested that I get a job hosting a British television show. I love that. She said they do weird things over there. See? Like Top Gear. Yeah, like <laughs> you Top can hope, Gear. You can host Top Gear, Jesse. I could stand awkwardly amongst a pool of people and say things that seem like jokes, but upon reflection are not jokes. <laughs> but I think you. I think that's actually a fantastic suggestion where... That doesn't parallel to, well, you can go work at Starbucks. I and mean. then move home, almost 30-year-old. She sent me, she sent me an email uh, after we had that conversation uh, that she thought that what I need is to get my name out there more. Mm. And my mom, who makes I'm probably in the high $30,000 a year as mm-hmm. a college teacher, uh, offered to send me 10 and has no savings, I want to be oh, clear, offered to send me $10,000 to hire a publicist. Which I think Mom. is sort of in her mind also an agent. That breaks. That is like, I love that, and also <laughs> it's so devastating. Yeah. Yes, oh. not a not a functioning plan. Yeah, I think is the moral of the story. Right. Yeah, Jordan, I have to say. Yeah, I, I mean, I I re- I think everyone in the creative industry relates to that because even yeah. whatever level you get to, I have a friend. Her show of seven years just got canceled. Yeah, and um. She's doing, I mean, whatever level you're at, it's scary because you elevate your lifestyle to that level. Sure. And it's never, it is, it's, there's no stability ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, I mean, I think it's so natural, but I, I have found, I mean, my husband and I, neither of us have stability, but it, it always does Your house is built on the side of a cliff. Yes. So, we're, when it as she mentioned yeah. earlier, they're settling. Yeah. <laughs> we're settling. Yeah. That's right. Both of Catan and <laughs> yes, it's really cool when we're playing Settlers of Catan and you feel this drop. <laughs> um, but I feel like things come along like that will surprise you. And I know this sounds this is easier said than done. But when now that that's done, you can put your energy out there to like, I'm open to the next thing. Yeah. And it might be something even cooler. You just, you know, let's hope. I mean, this is really an opportunity for you to take your artistic dick out. Yeah. And see what touches it. You're right. Hopefully it's that handsome fellow from Downton Abbey. Oh. Um, it's not so dream. much his handsomeness. It's like his grace, right? It's just his, 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 his essence. His, yeah, his yeah. soul. Like yeah. his pure, like his soulfulness. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh. Here's, here's actually just the kind of, the, the, the thing that, that I think about that kind of frustrates me a little bit is, is I, I think I've, you know, I haven't talked about it too, too much on the podcast, but I think to my, to my friends, I... Uh, you know, made made no apologies for not really liking my job anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, toward the end, we kind of got these new bosses who were kind of from the corporate side of things, mm-hmm. and uh, and were 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 just awful. Yeah, we're just yeah, yeah, really, yeah. you know, really the most creatively bankrupt. Yeah, you know, weird buzzword saying guys yeah. you could even imagine. You you what sort a- of you sort of had an odd situation where. 
you went from you you had many years of, of near total indifference to what you were doing, sure. both on the network level and on yeah. the the segment level, yeah. Because you were working for people who liked street luges, and <laughs> yeah. they just said, "Go do your comedies." For the yeah. most part, your show then sort of became a comedy show a little bit in the past couple of years. Yeah. But then all of that, uh, the the upheaval that led to that. And then it sort of bit bit the show in the butt. Yeah, and it definitely, and it definitely, I I I learned that I liked the show better when it was just a show about skateboarders that I got to do a little funny bit in. Mm-hmm. When it became this comedy show that was managed by these people with awful senses of humor and oh. cultural radars, I definitely got a little bit miserable, and I definitely feel like I definitely spent the past year taking my creative dick out and trying to get something else. Um, but it didn't happen, and I kind of... I have just have, have this kind of, well, how much harder can I try feeling? But I guess I can no, it's try just, harder. No, I, I mean, you know? I, I think if you put it out there, and if you were unhappy and, I mean, stagnant, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, even yeah, though it's scary, you know. the repercussions, but... Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel like, you know, I, I, you know, it's maybe like a bad relationship where they're like, well, I'm going back to school in Montana. And you're like, oh, good. We don't have to have an awful breakup. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely that part of me that's like, well, it was time to leave, but I would have rather, you know, I would like to leave knowing what I was going to do. There's something yeah. fundamentally terrifying about working in this entertainment industry. I mean, I know that my entire career path, Mm -hmm. such as it is, is determined exclusively by my crippling fear of having to ask other people for a job. (laughs) Like, it's not... I think sometimes when when I am like... Like, if I'm getting interviewed and I'm like telling my story of like independence and stuff like Mm -hmm. that... And, you know, building a business and podcasting and stuff. Mm-hmm. People th- interpret it as though my goal all along was to build something to because I didn't want to, you know, fight the man or whatever. No, I just didn't want to audition for things <laughs> or have shows get canceled. And that yeah. horrifies me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's um, I mean, we started the podcast because I was focusing just on writing and felt really detached from the community but now, and and it's interesting. My husband's a record producer. Oh, that's right. So you so you start out doing stage stuff at UCB, but maybe don't do it too much anymore. Is yeah, that, no, I okay. I don't perform anymore. I just write. And my husband and I have these careers that we like. You know, we're hustling on. Sure. It's like a fucking drudgery, heart wrenching. <laughs> and then the podcast is the thing that we're just like, ah, all right, we have the equipment. Let's just do it, and it's right. fun, and we love these people. And then. That that seems to be the thing that's like has momentum, whereas what we're doing right. is a yeah, slow. Yeah, getting some attention and some yeah, yeah, but some contacts. I will say that, um, especially for my husband, it's like just when you think you were about to lose your mind, yeah. something out of nowhere comes along and you know strings you along. Hello, this is Shakira. <laughs> oh my god, that's like his. You know, we have like a freebie. That's his. She's a very oh, beautiful that's woman. His, that's his freebie. Oh wow, that's so Shakira, funny. You just pulled that out. Who, I mean, I, who's who's your freebie? Uh, I don't want to say it, but no, we're no, we're, we're tied down for a year to each of ours. So mine currently is Eminem. Really. <laughs> I, I'm sorry is... to laugh at you. I shouldn't have laughed. See? I, I, That's I thought really funny. That's amazing. Yeah, you didn't want to say that for a... F- it's reasonable. <laughs> for, for good reason. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's reasonable. 
Um, can I? We made the well. He's a talented rapper. He is. That's yeah. it. It was. But I mean, so is Twista. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it this way. I'm so not, is Chris I'm not, Parnell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. see, that's my freebie. That's yeah, your he, Chris, Parnell. Chris Parnell. Yeah, we yeah. love Chris, but I feel like I mean, my freebie a couple of years ago was Dave Matthews. So this is what we're working with. Wow. It's like music. So all the music, of your oh, so wait, The so musical all, taste of an 18-year-old so girl. So I guess if Dave Matthews, Eminem, and Shakira are any indication, can your your freebies all have to have peaked in popularity between 1995 and 2000, <laughs> right? Apparently. Uh, That's yeah. not Eminem. Eminem's consistently popular, though, right? He's always... Uh, he isn't to me. He is to me. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Um, her, her other freebie is Bill Clinton. <laughs> right. Swing dance uh, revival. <laughs> Swing you, dance. you say we're not friends, but you know me. Big so bad well. voodoo yeah. daddy. Big bad, the, all of big oh bad voodoo God. daddy is your. Um, so it, there's this, and there's this other element, and I think I've boiled it down to what is bothering me the most about this, okay. and it, it makes me feel a little bad about myself. But but here it is: okay. is it's it's purely a vanity thing, and it's there's this part of me that. Uh, loved being the guy with the job, especially the novel job. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for, for for you, a big part of my job is doing these kind of goofy junket interviews with celebrities. Mm-hmm. And God, I was I uh, I just called some friends last night and said, "Hey, are you guys out?" And they said, "Yeah, we're at this you know we're at this birthday party. I don't think you know the people, but you know, come by. It's a fun group." So I came by and was just kind of in this. In that situation where I was just standing around, I had a drink, everybody I knew was kind of occupied elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then somebody asked me, what do you do? And I said, well, uh, tomorrow I'm going to go do a goofy interview with Justin Timberlake for his weird sci-fi movie. Oh, fuck and, yeah. You know, I know. Oh, it, I know. It was this, gr- like, it was, uh, and it's been such a part of me, I do, f- and it's a shitty uh, cliche thing to say, but I definitely feel like it's a big part of my identity. Like, Absolutely. It's what I talk about. Like, how am I going to be interesting yes. now that I don't have this interesting well, job? You're, like, you're still the co-host of a moderately popular comedy podcast. Yeah, don't that's yes, this. yes, that's true. Where, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a comedy podcast boom on. <laughs> I have heard. Is there a boom? Yeah, just, people are rushing to Alaska to record comedy <laughs> podcasts. I'm just going to start saying I'm Doug Benson. <laughs> it's uh, no, I know totally what you mean, and. I like you asked me earlier what do you do and I said I'm a comedy writer and you said what do you I mean it's that LA thing what do you write uh pilots I'm trying to get staffed you know that yeah, and it, it sucks but and then like as soon as you're like I write for th- this Whitney, obscure Disney something show, really respected like, like Whitney yes, yeah yes so yeah no and there's definitely like this part of me and and I, I definitely don't judge people who are in that situation and basically all of my good friends are in that situation where they're like well i'm auditioning and i'm writing and i get something sometimes and there's some stuff going on but yeah there's there's there is a part of me that is afraid to be that like is afraid to because i will be you know i guess i could say well a couple of years ago i was on deep cable doing goofy interviews you know but like i don't know i guess i i right now i am I'm auditioning and I'm writing and I got a pilot and some, you yeah. know, having some meetings and uh, you know like I mean that's you just have to own it and if it makes you feel any better like even my friends who I think are very established uh, and are um, but you know it's it until you're at a certain level in this field everyone always feels like that I mean look at actors like sure. you could be an actor and have a like 
a guest spot on every sitcom that's out there, but you're still not employed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's still scary. For sure. So everyone's in the same boat. You just feel like, because you, you've been lucky to have the stability. Yeah, no, definitely. Know? And it's definitely just kind of foreign. And I, and I I know I'll get over it, but yeah, just definitely that, definitely that weird, I'm... I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm. It's a huge transition. I'm embarrassed. And I definitely had the opportunity to tell some people like the show's getting canceled soon, but I, I don't know. I was just too, too vain to do it. You know? Have it was you, like too... have you thought about applying at Starbucks? I mean, they do, <laughs> they do have health insurance. There's health insurance Flexible there. hours so I could still go on auditions <laughs> or I could just move back in with mom. I say you just move back in with oh, mom. That'll be nice. Where's your mom? Orange County. It's lovely so, you down know, there. Like it's, it is very <laughs> nice down there. Beautiful country. Yeah. I mean, a nice cougar. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're set. Yeah, yeah. it would be good. So yeah, but no, I, I, I think I'm 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 gonna try and enjoy it. I mean, I definitely have been working 60, 70 hours a week for a long time. So I think I'll Yeah, yeah, soak it up. Sit sit like a bull. Like a bull. You know what oh, I think, George? Sure. We have tens of thousands of listeners to sure, this program. We do. Let's call it hundreds of thousands. Let's do. Why not? Why not? Let's say all. Yeah. All people. <laughs> all people. Yeah. I mean, look, who who are we talking about listening to this show right now? Judd Apatow. Um Albert Brooks. Sure. Brett Ratner. Sure. Mm-hmm. Brett Ratner. Uh Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um But no The Howards. Sure. Mm. Both Ron Howards. And Clint. <laughs> yeah. Clint, if you're out there, I want to collaborate. I bet they need a female writer to work for them. Right. But seriously, I mean, I know mm-hmm. that when I go out in comedy's world, sure. people people want to talk to me about Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, and and I and I definitely like am really, really thankful for this and like, you know, for our listeners and, and, and the money part is you great, know what? but also I think like that's I'm, bullshit. Okay. Number one, you don't appreciate what you have here. Sure. I feel that. But number two. <laughs> the, I am a little flippant about it. Uh, I have had my middle finger extended to both of you this whole time. And I'm making the jack-off motion it. with the other finger. Yeah, that's really hand. confusing finger our, our intern, Colin, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, He's like, is this how podcasts get made? Yeah. Um, why is this guy air jacking off the whole time? <laughs> um, is that something about levels? Yeah. yeah. Or reverb? Isn't he going to air come soon? <laughs> All right. He's time. got a lot of air stamina. <laughs> He's a real air stallion. Um, but I think that I am confident yeah. that in our audience mm-hmm. are people in the industry who didn't know, who just thought, well, Jordan's too busy fucking jet-setting across the country. Sure. I got to go to Hawaii to go to the Happy Feet premiere. Mm. I got to go <laughs> I got to go to Tampa Bay to interview Delroy. To interview Delroy. Delroy. No. Delroy. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> I got I to get on the fast train to San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Shark uh, versus Super Monkey is coming out. Sure. Anyway, people, a lot of sci-fi original people presume that you Delroy were, Lindo versus Mega Octopus. People presume that you are too busy, and they're they're going to need to see your spec scripts. They're going to need to see your monologue I've jokes. I've got them. I've got them. They're going to need you to come in and host some segs. Sure. Yeah. So I, I know that you you work in scripted television. In in nonfiction television, they're known as segs. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> like Jordan hosts. <laughs> Segos. And here's what I'm thinking. Yes, definitely the job hunt is 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 very uh very prominent in my mind. I was right. thinking 
Yeah. Maybe for the first couple days after yeah. the show ends. You'll just do odd jobs for Jordan Jesse. <laughs> right, yes. I'm talking. Trim you your head. Sink fixed. I can call a plumber for you. <laughs> you will call a plumber. I will call a plumber. I will call. I will, I will wait for him at your house if you want to go out. I will not let him let your cat out. Concerned the cable guy's not going to show up again? Pay me to find out. <laughs> Pay me to call them and ask what his deal is. I was thinking. Bender. Maybe I would go on a bender. You're going to go on a bender? Yeah, like a two or three day bender. Go for it. What are you going to, what What are we talking about? I think just Alcohol, see how long, mescaline. See how long I could stay drunk. Because <laughs> like, I mean, before, like I always had to be kind of careful. You know, I, 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 I mean, definitely my work weeks were, you know, absolutely most of the time six days, sometimes Alcohol seven free. days. You were not drunk on the job. Uh, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Uh, you know, Usually. I'll, you know, I'll put, up, I'll put up a little link to YouTube videos in our forum of segments where I was drunk. Oh, good. <laughs> That'll be kind of a fun thing that, that I can talk fun. about now. <laughs> There's a couple. And then they're called SEGS. 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 Let's drive through. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I was mean, maybe like trying like on a, on a weekday, just like starting at, starting at brunch mm-hmm. and then just seeing how long I could go. I don't uh, think that's a good idea. That sounds like a terrible idea to me. I'm, yeah. all, I'm all for it. You think Bender? Yeah. When, I mean, listen. Is I it, think you should this is the time. try hallucinogens. Okay. Oh, I'm afraid to try hallucinogens. I know. That's why you should do it. No, and then you'll have a really fears. scary experience. Face your fears. <laughs> have you done hallucinogens? No. I've never been drunk. Really? I know. Yeah, can't, but it's never... amazing to hear from a Taurus, but... Wow, yeah, that is interesting. I have gored a few Spaniards. <laughs> That's but, how you get your highs. But they were taunting me. They had this fucking cape. Yeah. Oh, but you I was like putty in their hands until, until they were like putty on my horns. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Bleeding it's a putty. Is something you do by yourself? I, was, like, I yeah, don't want... Yeah. I, no, it starts out with people and then you alienate them at oh, some point. Oh, because you're belligerent. And then you... I really... Yeah. I think you should... What about, what about ecstasy? Try ecstasy. Yeah. Did you guys see that it... It cures cancer? No. That's awesome. There's a new study. They had figured out that ecstasy killed cancer cells. Wow. But the problem was the dose was so strong that it would kill a human being. But now they've changed the atoms, and so now they, like, officially, ecstasy Do they know for a fact that giant genes don't, don't kill cancer? Because <laughs> it giant might just be the giant jenkos. Oh, giant blue jeans. Yeah. No. Or that pacifiers cure cancer. Yeah. They might be the pacifiers. Yeah, that's true. It could be. I mean. Or how about this? Love. Right. Vicks <laughs> Vapo Rub. Anonymous love. Yeah. Um, Hugs. Yeah. But so, yeah, if you want to do ecstasy, you can bear I that see, in mind. Yeah. I think you don't. I am against the idea of you, of you destroying yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not against a transformative experience of uh, some okay. kind. I just don't want you to go into a hole that then who's going to have to get who's going to have to get you out of the hole? It's not going to be Sharon Morris. <laughs> no, I'll tell you mom. that. Much. I think it's Papa Thorne over here. Yeah. Papa Thorne's going to have to drag you out for a podcast some Sunday. Yeah. Or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna, you know, no, the as, bender would start on Monday. The bender would start on my first day of I will, I will Maybe time my self destruction appropriately. <laughs> right. Do not worry. I don't. I mean, just don't make me have to. Don't make me have to put Nick Adams on call. 
<laughs> or, oh, I know. So I that know. if, if you can't could, show up, I got to bring in no, repeat. I mean, if he, if he, if people start demanding more Adams and less Jordan, I mean, that now, then I will officially have nothing. Jordan, I'm telling you, I'm offering you a few choices. Number one, hallucinogens. And you got to do it with, you had a lot of friends that are nice girls and probably some of them have some hallucinogens. <laughs> hallucinogens, ecstasy. Um, Something with moxie. What about... What about just drinking some moxies? Sure. Going down some to the deep south, sodas. like Tennessee or something, yeah. drinking some moxies. It's a, a type of It's a type of uh, soda pop. Oh. You're like a mellow yellow. It's, it's, a, it's apparently tastes terrible. Oh. Tastes, it tastes like, like that's part of the experience is uh. that it has a real kick you in the face type flavor. I dig. Um, I think though that's a couple of good choices. Mm-hmm. I think you could go on an astrology retreat. Oh. I could oh, use man. a little. Of that. I could use a little of that, like support and motivation. Is there a male version of what you did? No, I was thinking. Do what? some Robert Bly shit. What's that? Go fucking take your shirt off, bang on some drums, oh, yeah. dr- drums, and sing some poetry. Go out to the desert. Yell some Rumi. Peyote. I'm op- I'm open to it. I mean, I don't. Yeah, if someone could point me point me in the direction of some organizations that How about do shirtless this? male drumming, uh, you go on a you do go on a nationwide car drive. What's mm-hmm. that called? Road trip. <laughs> car drive. It's called car drive. I'm gonna go for a, a nationwide <laughs> car drive. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to catch my fly plane. <laughs> um, get, get, I'm late for my choo choo. <laughs> Um, go go on a road trip and go to minor league baseball games. Oh, how about that? You know what? I'm gonna you take can it. enter those yeah. inflatable sumo suit contests. Oh, I'll take <laughs> right. it one step further. Go to little league games across the country <laughs> while on uh, hallucinogens <laughs> or ecstasy. <laughs> or ecstasy. There you go. Really? Yeah. Um, how about how about this? Hmm. Become a pool hustler. Oh yeah, or a bowling hustler. I think all of these take significantly more energy and effort than <laughs> Or start Just subscribing to Hustler. There you go. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Change your uh, name to Jordan Muscle. What? Jordan, Jordan Muscle? Muscler. Muscler. Jordan Muscler, fan of Hustler. <laughs> hey, can we, can we, before you go, you have some time. We yeah. should say you've got a little I've bit got, of time yeah, I've before. Got a couple you're... of weeks. It was nice. It wasn't like a pack your shit. Yeah, that's and really, get out of here, which which happens a lot in TV. So I think that I, I definitely you know they were definitely nice enough to keep us on for a couple more weeks. Can we throw this out to the audience for suggestions for transformative experiences yes, that absolutely. you might that, that aren't too expensive? Right. I this you know I think I think a lot of people <laughs> plays into it. Yeah, a lot of people like I think people with a with a uh, a more significant cushion than I have. Right. Will do like. Like, I, I know someone every time their show ends, like, goes to South America and does a little backpacking trip. Yeah, it goes to Hawaii. I fucking won't do that. Right. Uh, yeah, so I definitely am... am so it, no well, eat, pray, love type shit. No, no. I definitely don't want to do an eat, pray, love. But, uh, yeah, maybe you know, something I can do e. local, local, local or, or within driving distance. You know, Hodgman is friends with Elizabeth Gilbert, so I could hook you up mm-hmm. with her if you want to do some I eat, pray, love, love type her. shit. Yeah. Of course I love her. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Her, her, her speech at TED... She's I I have never met the woman, but Hodgman's a big fan. Says she's a wonderful, wonderful person. I, I'm glad to hear that. Um, Jordan, I, uh, let's throw this out to the audience. Sure, Action item for this mm-hmm. week: How what transformative experience can Jordan commemorate the loss of his job with? I can't wait. 
206-984-4. Fun, the telephone number. JJGo at MaximumFun.org, the email address. Colin Walzak is here. He's already noted it on his legal pad, so he knows next week. Uh, this is going to be tremendous, Jordan. We are okay. going to... Jordan, we are going to change your life. Da-da! This is going to uh, be... Yeah, no, this is a new, a new chapter is opening. This yeah. is like, I am Oprah and you're Gail. Yay! Is that is how it? it works? No. Can no? I be Doctor Oz? I want to be Doctor Oz in the Oprah verse. Oh I, man! Is it? There's kind of an Oprah verse, isn't there? Like, there's an, there's, there is now. It, she brought Rosie into it. That's yeah. Absolutely. There's an Oprah verse. Who else could? Who could I be? I don't want to be Doctor Phil. No, you can still be Oprah. I can still be Oprah. Yes. Oh, thank you. But who do you want to be? Elizabeth? Jordan's not Gail. Who's he? Stedman. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, sick! Sick! <laughs> that snake out of here. That snake off my balls. This is getting uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. Well, at least I'm Oprah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Elizabeth Lame, Street Fighter 3 wannabe. Oh, you're not the real deal. <laughs> no. Oh, well. I'm a poser. No. Well, I... You'll never fight the future. <laughs> I have... Um, uh, I, I First of all, in this segment, I want to open this segment by mentioning uh, this past uh, Friday night, we had our uh, first ever uh, The Comedy Club with Jesse and Jordan show. <laughs> Uh, at the Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, yeah. With, I saw the lineup. That's we had great. lots of friends of Jordan Jesse go there. Al Madrigal, uh, Mark Marin, uh, Chris Fairbanks, um, D.C. Pearson. It, this was a tremendous show. And I want to thank... It was Number one, it was sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, it was a tremendous show. Colin Walzak, uh, you, you were there. You're, you're my intern. You can't say that it was bad. What did you think of it? Yeah, he says it's great. Yeah, um, good. This was a this was a great show, um, and I think we're going to do this once a month uh, here in Pasadena yeah. if people continue to be willing to come out to it. Awesome. It's a little bit of a haul, but there's a cheesecake factory close. But here's so. the thing: it's not that much of a haul. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people live out here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah, I, yeah, so I guess I guess for for some, it's less of a haul than going to you know no Santa offense, Monica or something. But for fucking cool people, <laughs> sure. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you very much and keep your ears tuned, uh, those of you in Southern California for future editions of, uh, of said, um, Hey, we got a new advertiser on the show. Um, it's called makepixelart.com. Makepixelart.com. Remember, I want to see that.com. Mm-hmm. This is from the makers of I want to see that.com. The original Jordan Jesse Go sponsor. Yeah, uh, they have this really cool website. Um, It's called Make Pixel Art. Uh, You can go onto the uh, internet to this website, makepixelart.com, and it's a great way to make lo fi pictures. Uh, in, in a world of this whole low low quality photo drawing thing is exploding right now. It's it's like the hottest ticket you, in town. You, you draw something that <laughs> looks like a Koopa Trooper or whatever. Is that something, Jordan? Yeah, Koopa Trooper. You're fine. Um, then that's that's what girls want to see. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 or or fellas, if that's sure. what you're interested in. <laughs> hey, 
anyway, they're they're working on an uh, 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 telephone application for this thing. But in the meantime, you can do it on the World Wide Web for free at makepixelart.com. Um, this thing's going to be this thing's tremendous. It's a great website you go to and click and pick draw pixel pictures, which you cannot do any other way. Cannot wait. Um, we also have a personal message on this week's program, Jordan. Ooh. I think you're going to like this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just begin by saying that this is a message for the single men of Seattle between 30 and 40 years old. Hey. I think you can guess what category this personal message falls All into, right. Jordan. We're making love connections on Jordan, Jesse, go. Zena is looking for a date in Seattle. Um... Oh, God, I love this. I love, I love that we're making people, we're plugging penises into vaginas. Sure. It's we're, beautiful. It or is butts beautiful. or whatever. We are connecting, we are connecting hearts that they might beat as one. Xena, mm. 36 years old, lives in Seattle. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, yeah. She's uh, prepping for nursing school nurturing. at the moment, sure. <laughs> right? Nurturing. Um, hey, and she's got a she's got a career ahead of her, mm-hmm. a well paid career. That's and a growing know field. How to give a sponge bath? Am Nur- I right? Nurseries are growing. Are <laughs> yeah, sex, sexy nurse. Sure. Um, she a candy striper out. She there. loves stand up comedy, ballet, coffee, pizza, and hiking. Oh my god! Which sounds, she sounds Ooh, like boy. pretty much the perfect Seattleite. Yeah. Yes. Uh, her favorite non- if you only added uh, if you only added um, fleece vest <laughs> that would be the only thing <laughs> that she's so missing I'm so glad she left it out yeah or just missed right <laughs> Um, general, a general haze. Yeah. Uh, her favorite shows, other than Jordan Jesse Go, which obviously is her number one favorite show, of are course. The Long Shot and Radio Lab. Mm. I presume that she loves. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I presume that she loves Radio Lab because I was on last week's Radio Lab. Yeah. Um, and I presume she loves, loves The Long Shot because I was on that one time. Can I say that I presume that she's going to love Totally Lame? Yep. You can. Once she hears the episode Probably. that I was on, <laughs> yeah. a, on. a couple years ago. It was a year. A year? Just a year? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it was a, it was a blast. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was it, a blast. You clarified in your initial email that you weren't going to murder me, and that's when I knew that it would be a success. <laughs> um, she would... She, the comedian who she wishes she were related to so she'd get to hang out with him at Thanksgiving and Passover and everything is Eddie Pepitone, oh, which is not a bad selection. Sure. Is, absolutely. I think that's... Good call. She's a woman of taste. Absolutely the right yeah. choice. Um, have you guys heard of this pizza she's so nuts about? <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> apparently, Try Jordan. It. Jordan, apparently you met her when you were in Seattle in uh, April and yeah. bought her a Jello shot. What? Oh, okay. So this is a this is a winning lady. Yeah. Um, here's how it works. To be uh, fair, I was just throwing Jello shots at people. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much more about Jordan than I did about her in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you learned that I'm a class act? <laughs> she bought her Jello shots. Um, I know how to treat a lady. Okay, so this is, this is what we want you to do. We're, we're going to put up a photograph of uh, her and Jordan mm-hmm. drinking Jello shots mm-hmm. in the forum. Um, if you're interested, uh, and I can, I can verify for anyone who's doesn't want to bother going to the forum that she's not a homely woman. Hmm. Um, so she sounds, she's a real winner. So if you're a single guy between 30 and 40, you know, just make it happen. Yeah. Uh, you can email her, um, 
you can email her at a special email address she's created for this purpose. It is Zena, Z-E-N-A, dot Chu, Chooks, Shooks, C-H-O-U-X. So Zena dot C-H-O-U-X. Apparently that means cabbage in French. En français. Uh, we will also put this in the forum, but uh, zena.choux at gmail.com. And uh, set up a coffee date. So send a few flirty emails. It'll just Do be it. fun. See what happens. Just some first date jello shots. Just <laughs> every. Just go on a date. Go to the Space Needle. Go to a Mariners game. Experience the music project. <laughs> what else is there? Bumbershoot. Yeah. Nirvana. Go give some food to homeless people in their Priuses parked downtown. Yeah. Get yourself a flannel. <laughs> right. Okay. Zena. <laughs> if, if you're single... Here's, here's another thing I want to say about this. Yeah. Okay. If you're a single man between 30 and 40, you're listening to this right now, and you're not already preparing to send an email to Zena, go suck on a muffler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah stick it in your ear yeah. unless you're a gayman mm-hmm. if you're interested in gentlemen for intercourse exclusively you needn't suck on any mufflers <laughs> you've got your own stuff to suck on <laughs> and god bless you for it sure yes. but if you're a heterosexual gentleman between the ages of 30 and 40 you live in seattle Give me a fucking break. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Z-E-N-A dot C-H-O-U-X at gmail.com. We'll have a picture of her and Jordan and that email address up on the forum. Uh, but just make it happen. Suck on a muffler. <laughs> Suck on a muffler. Suck on a muffler. If you want to get on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Uh, it's only 200 bucks for a commercial message, 100 bucks for a personal message. And uh, if you want to advertise on the show, uh, as Fuelly.com did so enthusiastically and MakePixelArt.com is so enthusiastically now, just email our development director, Teresa, at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in Please just a second. Please don't make me have to move home with my mom. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Jesse, go. Love, Jordan Jesse go. I'm Jesse Thorne. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Elizabeth Lane. I'm yours, sorry. I feel yours like seemed I seemed like it wasn't that melodic, Jordan. Oh, okay. I'm tone deaf, so to me it was. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I thought Jesse was disappointed in mine, so oh, no, you can imagine was, my relief to know yeah. that. No, yours was your lovely. Was oh, thank you. Yeah, like a like a caged bird. Mm. <laughs> That That's good? how my husband describes me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't want to know about your guys' weird sex life, okay? With your giant human-sized cage and your seed bell. Seed bell. Oh, my God, that is amazing. And your weird bird play. Such a great reference. <laughs> bird play. What are you into? I'm into bird play yeah, now. Are you into bird play? Yeah. I went through heavy and S- S&M for a while, but now I'm into bird play. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of perching. <laughs> perching. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, seed bells, mimicry. <laughs> <laughs> seed bells, mostly seed bells, mimicry, head bobbing. Yeah, migrate to my wife's pussy. <laughs> Colorful plumage. <laughs> we shit on each other's heads for good luck. <laughs> right. And our cars. We shit on each other's cars. Shredded newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, listen, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave. We've we've been running our mouth so much. We're gonna leave sure. calls t- to next week. Um, man, it has really been a blast to have you on the program, Elizabeth. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. This has been so much fun. Thanks, you guys. Um, Elizabeth Lame, of course, is the host of the Totally Lame podcast. That's L A I M E. I've heard. Did a great starter episode for that show, like one that you could suggest to people. <laughs> that you could suggest yeah. to people yeah. is the one with uh, celebrity podcaster and public radio host Mark Jesse Marin. Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's great! You had Marin. Oh, he's so yeah. funny. Your episode was fantastic. Absolutely. I think we're. I think we're. All, I, I think we're all. Even I, a friend of Mark Marin and one of his biggest fans, and the producer of one of his shows. I think we're all getting a little tired of hearing about how great Mark Maron is, right? <laughs> we know. He's great. Yes, I agree. I also think he's great. Yeah. Anyway, Eddie Pepitone's also great. Let's talk about how great he is. Sure. He is great, and his episode is really fun. Okay, good. But definitely check out Jesse Thorne's episode. Yeah, that's a great episode, and I'm really looking forward to Jordan's episode. Yeah. Uh, it won't be that good. Will you I'm have gonna... any time after around December? Oh, let me check my calendar. Let me check. Oh, I'm pretty booked up. I got this bender. Can I come on mid-bender? Oh, my God. Can I come on Jordan? day into the to bender? To be fair, you did apply to be Father Christmas. That's true. Yes, I will be. Yes, I might. I do have a little something lined up, some seasonal work as a mall Santa. Yeah, Santa Clausen. Sure. Santa Clausen. You are going to be, what's evil, what's evil Santa's name? I didn't know the one who evil. goes around Scandinavian. Oh, Krampus. <laughs> yeah, Krampus. Oh, the Scandinavian? Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's not a, I feel like it's not Bizarro Santa. It's like a troll. It's like a It's Krampus. evil Santa. Yeah. He goes around stealing children's happiness. <laughs> Krampus. The Scandinavians, they know how to take the joy out of joy. Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, well, Elizabeth, it's been a pleasure. Uh, people can find your show uh, over there at the Earwolf Network at uh, earwolf.ru. <laughs> um, right? That's a Russian organization, is oh, it not? Yes, it is. That's correct. Do you guys, do you guys, are you guys directing people to Earwolf or Funny or Die these days? Because I know that Earwolf has kind of been integrated into Funny or Die. Yeah. Still go to Earwolf um, okay. or Funny or Die, I think. Wherever. Should we watch we'll- the movie Airwolf? You should watch Airwolf before going to either of those. What okay. about Terminator 2? Should I watch Terminator 2? No. Yeah, no? It doesn't hold up. Okay. Good. Then I, mean, I won't. It, but I should no, watch I RoboCop? It, you should watch RoboCop. If I see Terminator... RoboCop's on instant. You can watch it with the baby. Do I have to watch Babies Love Robot Law Enforcement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you do need to watch Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, I have also. seen... I've seen Kindergarten okay. Cop. Okay, good. And I've seen Twins. And I've seen mm. Junior. For yeah. some reason, all the all comic of- Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah, movies. I don't know why that would be. Um, I've actually seen <laughs> Last Action Hero also. Yeah. Um, I, I was wondering if I were to see Terminator 2, should I have seen Terminator number one, The Terminator? Uh, I mean, no, you know, Terminator 2 is the one. You shouldn't see any of them except two. Right. Okay. 
I don't know. One's kind of fun if you're like super into like the aesthetic of 80s action Which movies. I'm not. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. Stick with two. I did. I do, Now, what it, should I see it if I really liked MacGruber? No, just mm. watch MacGruber. Okay. Yeah. So, just realize that MacGruber is making fun of that kind of thing. Can we, uh, just to circle back to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should everyone in the world probably watch MacGruber? Fuck yes. Yeah. MacGruber's great. MacGruber's hilarious. Yes. MacGruber is really funny. I mean, it's not perfect. No. What movie is? But it is real funny. It is. A lot of funny in that film. It's a, it's a ride. I own it on Blu-ray. I will be watching it uh, at my house uh, once a week starting <laughs> December 9th. If anyone would like to come by, I will be dressed as Santa Claus. Jordan, just look at it this way. You can use this time to memorize some new button sequences. Yeah. No, I can get really, really good at Street Fighter. I am looking forward to that. You could be like our, our longtime listener, Ronnie, mm-hmm. who goes to a secret underground Street Fighter 2 tournaments. Where... I, played in, I played in one recently. Really? Yeah. We, yes. Was it the thing? Because when he described it to me, it's like people get with trucks. He lives in like Dallas or something, mm-hmm. Houston. And he, people, they rent out a warehouse in a shady neighborhood and like at midnight, all these trucks drive up with Terminator twos in them. <laughs> Wait, Street Fighter twos in them. Like just Revolution from X, like the they break Aerosmith theme shooting. Like they game. either own it or they break into a pizza parlor or something. Yeah, and then they plug them all in, and then they play Terminator Street Fighter two against each other. Dull Sim is one of the characters. And they fight each other. Oh, I love it. They fight each other. He practices yoga fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's green, I think. Well, depending on... You can turn them a different color depending okay. on so, what version you're playing. And so, uh, and then they play it all against each other like it was some kind of street luge organization <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like a That's Fast amazing. and Furious style. Yeah. I, uh, love, I love that someone takes the time to think of that and then organize it and well, make it come to fruition. You know who so it great. is? Jordan described it as Fast and the Furious style because it's actually Vin Diesel that does the organizing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Bef- well, yeah. Between Dungeons and Dragons games. Oh, no, I, I, pl- I play this... Uh, um, uh, at the back of, in the back of Meltdown Comics here in LA, a similar organization set up a bunch of street fighters and had a had a tournament that had a kind of a big cash prize. Uh, I played in it. I did pretty good, respectable for you know a guy who does things other than play Street Fighter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was the only white guy. Yeah, and uh, also uh, everyone, despite there being a door. Uh, uh, an easily accessible door open to the outdoors chose to just fart in the middle of the room. Uh, <laughs> so that's, maybe that's like an intimidation uh, thing. I thought, you were, I thought you were going to say, uh, I thought you were going to say, despite there being a door, everyone tried to exit there. through the window. <laughs> <laughs> everyone so kept walking into the walls in an attempt to get outside. They down yeah. from the roof. <laughs> Well, also, I was uh, I was uh, the only pad player there, so that oh. that caused a lot of sideways glances. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't play with a arcade stick. I play with a uh, a D pad. But but are you aren't you playing on an arcade thing? Uh, these were this was on consoles. They didn't truck in the truck in the machines. That like sounds like a bullshit. It sounds like a bullshit no, right. version of this thing. Who was who was who was putting this on? Probably Paul Walker, right? This was Paul. Yeah, Vin Diesel would not put his name on this. How do they find a time with their lucrative careers? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. they have made well, upwards of ten of those movies. Yeah. I, know. I think they're. I think they just wait for the next Fast and Furious movie. At this point. Well, I don't think they're making obviously. other but movies. Aren't those in continuous production? Absolutely, never ending. I mean, Bow Wow's got to do something, right? Yes. Just so you know, the those Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies that Bow Wow hasn't been in. He has worked on <laughs> right. craft right. services. He's yeah. the grip. Um, yeah, Paul Walker. I mean, in, on the one hand, he he's he found the thing, and he has really capitalized on it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I feel like he could have taken some acting classes early on and really, really had to go <laughs> done a non-Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, anything. Paul Walker doesn't think so. Is that the guy who Vin Diesel fought against in? Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, number five that I saw? Um, well, I mean, Vin Diesel fought The Rock in Fast oh, Five. Oh, yeah, Paul The Walker Rock. Paul Walker is like his, you know, his contentious foil. The Rock from wrestling, contentious partner. from wrestling in The Pacifier. Yeah. No, the, Vin Diesel was The Pacifier. Vin Diesel was The Pacifier? Yeah. Then who's The Rock? He's Doom. Doom video game to movie wait there was a doom movie yeah and i guess it has i've never seen it and i kind of want to see it i guess there's a big like the last 30 minutes of it is first person like it's like doom <laughs> but not the first 60 minutes of no it? oh it's only toward the end of the movie well the first 60 minutes probably the first 36 minutes of it <laughs> right this is a 70 minute <laughs> movie um well look we've all had a lot of fun here <laughs> laughing and joking about our favorite stars from our favorite film series um, right. But it's time to wrap this thing up. Uh, our action item this week, what should Jordan do to transform his life when his mm-hmm. television show comes to an end? He needs some sort of ritualistic killing. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, something that comes in a hookah, mm. um, but isn't just t- flavored tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a crazy sexual experience. Maybe some bird play. Maybe some bird play. play. Yes, if anyone, if yeah, if anyone has a has a human sized cage. Yeah, uh, our theme music, "Love You" by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. By the way, a nice lady emailed us and uh, uh, and said that uh, our theme music uh, delights her baby. Her baby smiles and laughs. The program brings the baby to tears. Yeah, the program brings the baby to tears. And now it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes, that moment that we forgot last week. <laughs> it's time to pick a tweet of the week. Tweet. Oh, and a, a big ritual in the tweet of the week for you, Elizabeth, is Jesse uh, looking at Twitter and then me stalling with the guest while he brings it up. Okay, uh, so we, okay. Got, oh, we, oh, sure. <laughs> we got something from E.L. Ross. Mm-hmm. Put a couple hundred miles on the Harley listening to JJ Go today, as I am sure the majority of Bike Fest riders were. And that's pretty good, right? Tweet of the week! Okay, that's the tweet of the week. It's that easy. It is that easy. Uh, Elizabeth Lane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go.